When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? Broadcasting live from the greatest city in the world. Austin, Texas, baby. It's Bucky and Aaron. You guys want to play some twos? You know what? Actually, we're kind of in the middle of a conversation. B and E. What's B and E? Bucky Godbolt, Aaron Hogan on the Horn 1049 AM 1260 and hornfm.com with the Longhorns play and Austin Talks Sports. Start it up. That's your Tuesday on B and A. It's uh, the show of the people. CB on text line and Twitter just told me that Trey Wingo doesn't work at ESPN anymore. Is that true? I didn't know that. I had no idea. I don't watch. Where does he work then? I don't know. Hmm. He's the one that had the tweet yesterday about Aaron Rodgers' done deal to the Jets. Is he trolling people or what? What's going on here? I thought Trey Wingo still worked for the Four Letter Network. I'm watching. He's just doing his Twitter thing. I guess so. I guess so. But uh, I'm watching Adam Schefter right now, who's been up all night. The shifty one? The shifty Schefter. He's got uh, the latest on Aaron Rodgers. So that's the story everybody's watching right now is the deal with the Jets going to get done. Uh, We're also talking plenty of college basketball. Um, Talking Longhorns, of course. You know, the the 15-2 upsets. Um. That really happens? It happened. It happened. Remember Kentucky? Remember Kentucky lost to St. Peter's? Get your favorites in, folks. You want to be a winner? No upsets? No. Not in the first round. <laughs> well, remember, uh, 15th seeded St. Peter's, the Peacocks, might upset mighty Kentucky just last year, first day of the tournament. And, of course, John Calipari, Kentucky fans not real happy with John Calipari right now. Uh, they're a, what, seven seed in this tournament? After kind of an underachieving regular season in Kentucky, they lost to St. Peter's last year as the two seed. But, uh, yeah, it's happened more than you think. In, in, you know, in 21, uh, Ohio State was a two seed. They lost to Oral Roberts. Uh, 2016, Middle Tennessee took down Michigan State. Uh, 2013, Florida Gulf Coast beat Georgetown. 2012, Norfolk State beat Missouri. Lehigh beat Duke in 2012. What about Lehigh beating Duke? Are you kidding me? Yeah, that's, that's with the, the guard that's still playing in the NBA. Who? Uh, McCollum? Yes. From Lehigh, where you're yeah. from. Yeah. The Lehigh Valley. Yeah. I don't even think he was on that team, though. He was on that team, I, I believe. Yeah, that was. Beat the Dukies 75 70. And Mike he was something, man. He was quite the scorer, I believe, at that time. Hampton beat Iowa State in 01. Coppin State beat South Carolina way back. Uh, Santa Clara beat Arizona in the early 90s in Richmond. This, how about that? That's, that's right. Them spiders? I remember that because the Richmond Spiders beat Syracuse, Jim Beheim. And that was Tom Penders. And then Tom Penders ended up taking over here at Texas. Uh, part of that, you know, big upset, the Richmond Spiders way back in 1991. I was a senior in high school. I think the Lehigh's in that Patriot League. I do, too. Okay. With yeah, Colgate. and CJ was on that team. You're right about that. With yeah, Col- he was a big-time scorer. With Colgate, who the Longhorns are going to play. They're not losing the toothpaste. Come on, man. One. No. I'm not saying they are. Just saying. Gonna be, uh, Texas will be all up in their face. I'm trying face. to remember. Abilene Christian was a three-seed or four-seed, 14-seed. 
that beat Texas at the three seed a couple years ago. Gosh, that was bad. That team was not focused at all. Turn the ball over. Oh my God, that was and just remember, that was a train wreck of, the, of a basketball game. As we uh, and that was a team that just won the uh, the Big Twelve oh, yeah. tournament. This team has just won the Big Twelve tournament. They don't seem like a train wreck. But if you remember that, remember the uh, the Abilene Christian reports that uh, their head coach was good friends with Chris Beard, oh, and yeah. he was calling Chris Beard at Texas Tech for the scouting report on the Longhorns and how to turn them over and how to get under, you know, take advantage of their weaknesses. And of course, now Chris Beard helped build this program, and now he's going to be introduced tonight at a press conference in Oxford, Mississippi, as the new head coach at, uh, at Ole Miss. So, yeah, college basketball, don't sleep on the two on the 15 seeds. It can happen. Got to get ready for this game because there will be, just by the way, the bracket has been built, a, a, lot, of, a lot of talk about the Texas A&M matchup in round two. Both teams got to handle their business. And I don't know, in Aggieland, they're frustrated because they felt like they got underseeded. And I do believe... Well, oh, then they should just go ahead and beat up on a Penn State team that just shoots nothing but threes. Yeah, that's all you can do. But, I mean, we've talked about the line. We'll get to it here coming up in the history of the Longhorns finishing in the top five in the AP poll for just the second time in program history. Aggies finished at number 18. Aggies do have a big man, don't they? One big man? They've got a good team. But with the fact that they finished at 18 in the, in the AP poll tells you that's not a seven seed. I mean, everybody else that's between 16 and 20 are, are five and six seeds in the tournament. And... Uh, because that makes sense. That's where the five seeds are, is the back end of the top 20, uh, where Duke is and uh, those teams. And that's that's why Aggie fans are frustrated. But Longhorn fans and Aggie fans got to win your first game before you're going to get to that matchup on Saturday. We've got games tonight, the play-in games. We'll get a preview of that here coming up. We're also talking all things uh, Longhorn football, but not a lot to talk about this week because the Horns are off for the spring break. One thing to be talk about is how the big guys come back when they come off of spring break. That's right, Ty. You were one of those big guys when you came back from spring ball. Oh, After I, guzzling and playing all kinds of beer games on the road. I was always a good recovery guy, though. Were you, did you recover pretty It took me about half a day, and then I, once I threw up everything, I was back on oh, track. That, oh. that, that's always that first day, first or second day back when coaches know the big guys. They put on that extra 17 pounds, and then you look at them, and they're, <laughs> they're all laying in the, on one knee yeah. in the corner just throwing it, just throwing There'll it. There'll be up. a lot of running when oh, they get back. Oh, they run them. They run them hard. Yeah. By the way, I had it wrong. Tom Penders was at Rhode Island, not Richmond. Thank you, Craig Way. Tom Penders. Why did I have Tom Penders linked to the Richmond Spiders? Remember that? Yeah, he was Rhode Island to Texas. Uh, Craig says Dick Tarrant was the coach at uh, Richmond when they beat the, the Syracuse Orange back in 1991. Hey, let's get to the other headlines, trending topics, including the whirlwind of activity in the National Football League. UBO Business Services, and yeah, we knew what happened noon yesterday. The uh, legal tampering window opened in the NFL ahead of free agency beginning tomorrow. Uh, the official deals will get done, but the big splash made in Chicago. Bears had the most cap space to spend, and they went to spending it. Bears have agreed to terms with former Bills linebacker Tremaine Edmonds. Also, former Eagles linebacker TJ Edwards. So bringing in a couple of top-end linebackers there. Uh, Eagles have also lost, their, in addition to TJ Edwards, the linebacker, lost their defensive tackle, Javon Hargrave, he reached an agreement early on with uh, the San Francisco 49ers. Big money there. Falcons are giving former Bengals safety Jesse Bates a new four-year deal. Bengals are losing both of their starting safeties because Bates is going to, uh, to Atlanta. Vaughn Bell, the other starting safety with the Bengals, is going to Carolina. Cowboys have lost their first player to free agency with guard Connor McGovern uh, agreeing to a three-year deal with Buffalo. Meanwhile, the Steelers 
have reached an agreement with Pro Bowl cornerback Patrick Peterson on a two-year deal. He was believed to be a target of the Cowboys. Former Vikings linebacker Eric Hendricks signing with the Chargers. As for the big quarterback deals done, league is uh, still in a holding pattern with the whole Aaron Rodgers situation. Widely believed that he's on his way to New York in a trade with the Jets, but at this point, no official word. Vegas Raiders have their new quarterback to replace Derek Carr. Now you got a new three-year deal with Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, Jimmy G was also drawing some some interest from the Houston Texans. Texans were busy yesterday, not getting Garoppolo. They signed the quarterback Case Keenum on a two-year deal. They've also agreed to a one-year deal with former Longhorn Hassan Ridgeway, also adding veteran receiver Robert Woods and longtime 49ers defensive back Jimmy Ward. Uh, Miami is signed Mike White, the former New York Jets quarterback, to a two-year deal. College Hoops, congratulations to Rodney Terry and the Longhorns. As for the, just the second time in the history of the program, they have finished the regular season or the season, and they ranked in the top five in the final AP Top 25 men's basketball poll. They come in at number five the, yesterday behind only Alabama, Purdue, Houston, and Kansas. And you go back to 2002-3. Uh, a team coached by Rick Barnes, led by T.J. Ford, who finished ranked fifth. That team proceeded to make a run to the Final Four. They lost to the eventual national champion, Syracuse. Uh, Rodney Terry and his Longhorns will begin their quest to make a run. They'll start on Thursday. 625 is the number two seed in the Midwest region, facing 15th-seeded Colgate in the first round. Elsewhere, former... Uh, College, elsewhere in college basketball, former Texas coach Chris Beard does have a new head coaching job just two months after he was let go here at Texas. Beard officially named the head basketball coach at Ole Miss yesterday. He will be introduced at a press conference in Oxford this evening. About 5 o'clock is the start time of that. Baseball tonight, Longhorns looking to extend their win streak to 6. They're going to host the first of two midweek games with North Dakota State. Game one set for 6.30 tonight, 6.15 pregame uh, down in San Marcos. Meanwhile, really good college baseball game. Texas State is going to host 11th-ranked TCU at Bobcat Ballpark. And at Q2 Stadium tonight, Austin FC facing Violette AC in the second leg of that CONCACAF Champions League tournament. Austin looking to rebound from that terrible performance last Tuesday in the Dominican Republic where they lost 3-0. The aggregate score scenario means to advance. Austin needs to win by four goals or more tonight. That, guard, that match starts at 7 o'clock. This segment brought to you by UBO Business Services. Great people, great service, endless possibilities. That's UBO Business Services. Visit them at ubeo.com. Very interesting, the, the Craig Way report about what the, the equipment people have to take with them. That oh, yeah. big 18-wheeler that they they take everything with them, man. They they take all the copy machines, which is – I always just used to gawk at that. When you'd go to a bowl game, all that stuff took off. Or it would take off a couple of days before you'd even leave on a flight – and they would drive that 18-wheeler across the country with everything, every machine, weight equi- all the equipment for lifting weights, shoelaces, you name it, are on that, on that trip. Yeah. You don't want to forget a thing. It's like, well, how the hell do they remember all this stuff? you got a big checklist. Logistics. Don't forget of, uh, this. Yeah, basketball, logistics, but, man, football. Oh, you got to move all the shoulder pads. pads and gear and helmets. and uh, absolutely. Cleats, the whole world. Well, you need to bring the extra stuff a lot of times. I had a buddy in high school who I played football with who l- left his helmet three times our senior year. Like, we went to away games. Oh, when he, you packed that bag, he oh, yeah, left he it? he would just leave his helmet. What, is this Emmett Smith or something? Remember Emmett <laughs> just, Smith lost his helmet in the Super Bowl, didn't he? Wow. Is that Emmett that did that? So on numerous that, occasions, yes, losing that, that, that his headgear, that kind of stuff happens. I oh yeah, like, oh, more, it does more, happen more than now. people realize for sure. So he was wearing like the generic, unfitted helmet for you know three games oh. that year. Wow. Oh man. Hey, breaking news from the NFL. Breaking news. It's not, not, not Aaron Rodgers. I won't tease you that way. But uh, your favorite guy, the Atlanta Falcons, have signed the former Commanders quarterback Taylor Heineke. Taylor Heineke has got that deal from Atlanta. That's Zay's guy? Yeah. He was the Heineke guy. Yeah, he was the Heineke guy. 
Didn't work out. What about Carson Wentz? Where is Carson Com- Wentz? Commander Wentz is done. Like for good? Yeah, that league that's playing right now. He's be the XFL guy? Yes. Taylor Heineke came, came from the XFL. Yeah, and that's where, that's where you'll see Commander Wentz. He'll be back there. It's Thurman Thomas lost his helmet in the Super Bowl. Thurman Thomas. Remember that? The Thurman Bill, they're, Thomas. They're playing the Cowboys and uh, couldn't find his helmet. Uh, you ever lose your helmet, Ty? No. Fuck? I was you ever lose that helmet? No, on top of my no. stuff. My neck roll or my helmet. Never lost those two. I used to lose batting gloves. I used to have bad dreams, of course, you know, about the shoes. I leave, cleats. I leave a club on the golf course about every single time I play. Oh, that. that's so <laughs> That's Yes. Yeah. You know, one of my uh, my big nemesis with my ADD would be golf cart uh, golf carts. Because you end up leaving, like, sunglasses in there. You you know, you just get them, they get bound down deep in the that little well area. But you never area. left your phone in there. You always remember the phone. I did right? lose my phone one time. Did you? Yes. Yes, I actually left it. I was playing in a tournament. And it was actually at Onion Creek before I moved, lived in Onion Creek, and I was loading up my bag. And guess I think I think I put my phone up on top of the what a dummy put my phone up on top of the the like the roof of the cart. And just drove as off. I was, yeah, well, we were done. It was at the end oh. of the round. Yeah, it was the end of the round. And next thing I know, I get home, I can't find my phone. I go back to it. It, it was it was uh, the, the the course had rented the golf carts. Because not only did I put it on the roof, I put it like in the little the little crease. Oh, so it doesn't slide away. So it wouldn't slide off. It wasn't like sitting on top of the roof. It was in the little little uh, kind of like the, the the bowl of it. And the plumber's crack of it. Yeah. So I, I went back to see if they had it. Well, the carts had been taken back to where they oh, rented gosh. them from. And then you know you can do find your phone. And I found my phone in a ditch, like on sixteen twenty six somewhere. <laughs> yeah. I, I I just have gotten to where I put well, everything in my golf bag. After losing just, numerous clubs, I I was told. Put that club between the golf cart, yourself, the hole, and where the golf cart is, where everybody has to walk back to the golf cart. Yeah. Find that spot if you're going to leave a club. That's why somebody will say, hey, whose club is this? Me, I'd leave it in the trap, E, or over the top of the trap on the other side of the hill and think I was going to remember to pick up my club. I also acquired a pretty nice pitching wedge in the same way. So you're oh, that guy. You found oh, you're one? that guy? You're that guy I that have. doesn't turn it in? Come I on have, now. I have done that. I mean, I've lost. I leave stuff oh, out there all the time. It's you turn a, that club back in. That belongs to somebody. This was not at a that nice guy. Course. He's that guy. He. That's me. He's that guy who it's already on eBay before you even get back <laughs> to the clubhouse. Oh no, he He's takes done. it and doesn't no, return it to the oh, pro no, shop. No, no, no. no, no. He's got to take it to the pro shop. I've done that before too, but in this case, it wasn't a very nice course, so I didn't. I don't even Dude, know there if there was. I don't even know if there was a pro before shop. you even get back to the pro shop. That thing is. You can go to your phone and, oh, hey, there's my club. Oh, I got a new wedge. <laughs> what is this? Yeah. Well, remember when I I've told you the story that I my, my I had a really nice putter that I had gotten as a gift that was stolen. I mean, stolen straight out of my bag. At, While uh, you're playing? Yeah. Somebody actually went in your bag and took it? Yeah. We, we, we rebuilt the crime. It was at uh, Valor Creek. I was playing with my brother and my dad, my brothers and my dad. Because I know it, because I didn't leave the putter because it was, I remember, you know, the ninth hole of Valor Creek that kind of comes uphill. The sure. Par three, I made a birdie. I don't make a lot of birdies. So I make a birdie. So I got the putter in my hand. I'm like, sweet. And I put it right in the bag. And we stopped there at the 10th hole in between 9 and 10 and got a hot dog and you know, get, get your drinks. And I came back. Oh, yeah. And then we teed off. And I got all the way to the green on that par 5 par 10 five, and split, realized that my split, putter was split gone. fairway, yeah. Putter wasn't in there. So I went back. Nothing had been turned in. And the only the only determination was someone grabbed it out of my bag. It was somehow. hot because it was hot. The thing was on fire. It yeah, was lighting I'm up after that birdie, birdie, baby. After birdie that birdie, butter. hey, look at that putter. Yeah. Grab that putter. That's it's the hot. only explanation because I wouldn't have left. If you make the putt, you're not going to leave your putter. You're just putting it right back in. Putting no, it right no. back in your now, bag. Is it stealing if it's left somewhere? 
Or it's stealing it, if you don't turn it in. It's stealing if it's in my bag. You want it's definitely stealing cart. if it's in his bag. I feel like there's a gray area there. But if you leave a if you leave a club, like on the green and nobody claims it, you need whoever claimed that just turn it in at the pro shop. They'll turn it in at the pro somebody shop. Somebody will ask about it. But there are people that it doesn't even make it there. It doesn't make it to the pro shop. It makes it, they look on their phone. It's right on eBay. Somebody's getting forty five, fifty, sixty dollars. That day. Hey, Tyson, you're that guy. If you ever need a new pair of sunglasses, just go to the Lost and Found at the Pro Shop. There's about a box of about 100 pairs See, of sunglasses. See, he's that guy. He's that guy. <laughs> but yeah, no one comes I lost back some for Ray-Bans. Oh, well, go look in there. Yeah, I bet no, you I'm find some in there. I bet you find some in there because they don't come back. I've got a pair of glasses now that I'm going on year number 10 Ooh. with. Sunglasses? Yes. See, that's why I don't buy fancy sunglasses. I never the fancy ones. I've been, this I, is, I buy $20 max. I can't have sunglasses for more than a day. Like if, I'm, if I'm going on a boat or something, I'll I'll buy uh, the yeah. You'll jump in the pair. water and they come <laughs> yeah, off. No, they break or something. Yeah, but yeah. that doesn't work for me. I go cheap on the sunglasses because yeah, they end up in the golf cart or somewhere. Somebody says so. If you find twenty dollars, that's different. If I find no, twenty bucks on the green, the that's in my pocket. No, it's not. Well, it's not the same. Because a twenty dollar bill on the ground. That's no. hard to be identified. The golf <laughs> club, you know, that's my golf club. That twenty dollars. Everybody's going to identify and say that's mine. Oh yeah. So people are sending us their lost. Oh, somebody said you buy an Apple Watch. You won't have to worry about your phone. I do have an Apple Watch now. I got it as a gift for Christmas, and I, but I won't wear it to the golf course, Buck, because I don't like to hit golf balls and play golf with the watch on. So I take it off. So I just leave it at home. I don't even mess with it. Somebody's got to tell me what is the watch to play. I I play I I play with a watch. watch I'm used to. I know a lot of people like Rolex Tiger and I. We I like to wear my Rolex. You see a lot of PGA players playing with their watch on. I just can't. I don't know. There's something. It just it, it a bunch of those guys have deals with Rolex. So they'll if oh, they yeah. win, they put them on right afterwards. Yeah, Tag Heuer and some of those Tag, really, yes. Rolex. Some of those really nice ones. Hey, we're a little late for the uh, coaches' corner. Let's dive into it. It's brought to you by Audio Visual Consultations. AVConsultations.com online. Audio Visual Consultations and Tom McKay, the really smart guys who never make you feel stupid. Never. Can't never. believe I can't believe Ty's that guy. He doesn't seem like that guy. He just take the club. Now you got to you got to return the club. Got to return the club to the pro shop every time. Yeah, no matter what club it is, because they didn't. Leave, it's they didn't leave junk. that there on purpose. No, it's a they, mistake. They use that. And no matter how bad that club looks, that belongs to somebody. It fits their hand. Yeah, well, it's their club. It's you know, and that's 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 not okay. But you know, we're gonna have to set Ty up. The guy you know, that the stole my redwood, there. my redwood putter. Oh. With that head cover on it and everything. Really? Yeah, that's the other reason the I know I didn't. Too? Well, yeah, because that's how I know I didn't lose it. I make birdie. I put the cover back on it. That's a hot putter. Put it right in my Hell bag. yeah, it's hot. Big old Sigalate. burn mark in Get it. Get all the way to 10. I'm ready to putt for par, I think, and there's no putter. Wow. No putter. That is a shame. Hey, no practice for the Longhorns this week. They're taking the week off for spring break, and uh, so there won't be a lot of Longhorn news broken this week. We know we had uh, a week of practice last week. Obviously, the top stories continue to be the uh, – the bet, the position battles. You know, Steve. I love it how Steve Sarkeesian's you know, when when asked about the quarterback battle, was talked was you know, talked about. Yeah, I'm not worried about who's going to be on cover of magazines. We're just focused on getting better every day. And I think there was even an Adam Schefter tweet saying that Steve Sarkeesian says there that Arch Manning will be competing for the starting job with Quinn Ewers. I think I think we all expect Quinn Ewers to be the starting quarterback at Texas I this do. year, uh, unless something surprising happens. But I do like the idea that uh, you know come earn your position. Well, you don't name a guy. You just let him go practice you, and keep him, keep him interested and keep him playing. But if you listen to Steve Sarkeesian and all of his comments for both after practice one on Monday and then Friday, you know, he's talked about 
about Quinn Ewers and, and being more of a leader and being more assertive with the team. And that's been all through winter workouts and into practice. And, you know, whether Arch Manning's driving that a little bit, you know, he cut his hair, the mullet's gone. Uh, you know, he really, this, this offense, this team needs him uh, to be more in tune and intense with what's going on. There were times last year, even as a freshman, whether it's just his body language that, you know, as a young player who's learning the college game, that he, he came off as kind of lackadaisical, right, and came off as a little bit aloof with some things that you talked about his body language quite a lot. when Yeah, it, didn't, it wasn't good. That, now, it was better in the bowl game. Yes. Even though they lost that game. Uh, he had a good game in that game, missed a couple of throws early, but, man, uh, really gave them a chance. But uh, that has carried apparently over into the winter, and that's that can only be a good thing. But Arch Manning, word on him is what we've always heard. He's just a, he's just a grinder. He's a practice. He loves to practice. He loves to play football. Loves to work on football, so you know. I think you're feeling like in a pretty good place in that uh, that quarterback room right now for the. God, these guys are being mean now, Ty. Hope you lose your wallet and I find it. <laughs> You'll never see it again. You're, right. never, you're never gonna. Yeah. I do lose my wallet a lot and never do find it. So. Wow. But so I do strange. also get lucky a lot. It's hey, a, no. that's true. Range finders. Those are the other ones. You can't range keep a guy's range okay. finder. Okay. Yeah. I you got to turn that in. This also isn't like I found like a. Three hundred dollar club, either. This is. How do you know? Maybe made an antique. Maybe, maybe like a hand me down or something. On fire. That putter's on putter's fire. on fire. I don't care how much it costs. Thing making birdies. That's right. You know, the range finders. Well, so now I don't lose as much now because I have a, my own golf cart at the house. So we we have a golf cart that I park in the garage. So if I lose it, it's just in the golf cart. That's yeah. where I keep everything now. Yeah, but my, when I used so to, have to you go, to, you just roll your golf cart right into right onto. Oh yeah, the yeah. club. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my phone stays in my bag. Nice. I don't bring my phone out and leave it near the golf cart because well, I, I well, will definitely leave it in the golf cart. You don't want it's, to be talking to anybody anyways. Like no. Playing. It says, make it right, Ty. You can still take it back to the pro shop. <laughs> make it right. <laughs> Ty, you could. You could. He doesn't yeah. have that club anymore. Yeah, when we bought the house in Onion Creek, that was one of our purchases. We've got to have a golf cart, you know? Oh, yeah. Got to have one because it's a it's the golf course right there. We're going to go over and rent golf carts. Just put one in the garage. That's oh, what we dude, do. Golf, things happen weird in the golf course. There were, when I was in Massachusetts, there was a golf course that guys got robbed on. Oh. Oh, yeah. There was a certain par three that it was right there in Chestnut Hill at a golf course. They came off the street, just oh, onto the course and dude, robbed them? Oh, yeah. No, yeah. They would, they would be right there. Because, guy, you know, guys going to have their wallet in their bag. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude's got robbed on the golf course as they're playing golf at a par three. Guys just rolled up on them took from the cash. streets. Oh, yeah, took I'll their take cash. That, I'll take that, uh, that carryover. Yeah, you know Thank me. You. I'd just be like, hey, do me a favor. Just leave me that driver's license. You can take everything in here. All the cash out of my pockets. I'll show you the little bunny rabbit out of my pockets. Here you go. But just leave me the ID. What do you need with my ID? Oh, that's the worst. Oh, what? Well, I've got my wallet stolen out of my car in this neighborhood right here several times and I have a tracker in my wallet and every time I they they throw up my wallet next to a dumpster it's happened three times and the tracker's still in it but they take out my ID too and I'm like come on what do they need with that ID that hamstrings me for at least a month getting one but a new one dude three times you lost that thing oh yeah (laughs) oh man stolen not lost all right we'll be back B&E with you there's your coach's corner don't lose things so no pay attention I'm better about it these days. I don't lose as much, but I still will leave a pair of sunglasses on the on the driving range from time to time. Because you go to the driving range and it's sunny, and then it gets Drop the clouds down, roll in, yeah. and so I set them down. And 
Such a doofus. Hey, we'll be back. Uh, we got a lot to do. We're talking brackets and uh, the Longhorns in the Final 40. Have them there. Go to the uh, website, hornfm.com. Make your picks uh, and let your voice be heard on the Longhorns headed to the Final Four as they uh, get things going. We've got to get through Colgate first. Also, the uh, NFL free agent frenzy going on. We'll get you the very latest there. Cowboys sitting back and watching mostly. We'll tell you uh, where the, the big names are landing. Also, Says Bucky plays too slow. You've been with me. I don't play, play we don't fast. Play, we don't play slow. You learn from Coach Royal. Go yes. fast. Yes. We'll be back. Be any on the horn. It's Bucky and Aaron. Oh, boy, breaking news, breaking news from the NFL. Breaking news, T.Y., what do you got for it? There you go. In uh, an ever-obvious Aaron Rodgers fashion, <laughs> taking care of his guys, reports now that the New York Jets are working to reach an agreement with wide receiver Alan Lazard. Oh, boy. One of uh, the Packers. Please don't tell me they're bringing that other old dude. Randall Cobb. Is Randall, Randall Cobb, Cobb can't will come be again, next. Oh, yeah. Randall Cobb will be next. Really? Yeah, yeah. I oh, know Aaron Rodgers is going to bring his buddies. You know what I'm saying? If Aaron Rodgers, he's probably telling them, hey, if I'm coming, I need some people I know. I don't know this Garrett Wilson fella. What's Jordy Nelson doing? Yeah, where's Jordy <laughs> Nelson when you need him? Fair, fair question, yeah. So uh, further evidence that they're close to a deal with Aaron Rodgers, but Aaron Rodgers wants some maybe some familiar faces when he gets there. Uh, Garrett Wilson, Elijah Moore, you know, but yeah, he he has a long working relationship with Alan Lazard, the former Iowa State Cyclone, correct? Mm-hmm. Iowa State Cyclone. Uh, so yes, that's the latest. I got to get make sure you got some people there. Got your guys there. You know what I'm saying? Juju will be with him soon. Nobody he likes wants to play Smith, with that guy. Schuster. Schuster. Yeah, he likes TikTok boy. Those big guys. He, he likes those big receivers, big dudes. And he's another big, kind of tall, thick guy. Uh, who, Juju? Yeah. Uh, Lazard's a taller guy. Yeah, Lazard's taller. Is Corey slower. Davis still in New York? Yeah, he is. Here he was. Uh, Corey Davis came over from Tennessee. Yeah. I just Did his contract expire this year, or is he? I haven't seen him as a listed okay. free agent. Well, um, I mean, if they get Lazard, that's they have four guys now that, you know. Can... Well, because, yeah, I mean, Garrett Wilson was great as a rookie, rookie of the year. Um and offensively, and then Elijah Moore out of Ole Miss is a good player. Corey Davis is a veteran, and Alan Lazard is uh, good. I mean, they—they—that's the thing, right? They their defense was top five a year ago. Their offensive line had some injuries, but still was—they think they're going to get healthy there and be pretty good. Brees Hall is a, was an emerging running back as a rookie before he got hurt. I mean, it's safe to say for the Jets, they had a hell of a draft last year, and it set them up, and really a couple of couple of drafts in a row with some young talent. Uh, that, that you put Aaron Rodgers on this team, all of a sudden they're in the conversation um, with you know young receivers to throw to, a young running back in Brees Hall, provided he's healthy, to hand the ball to and, and pieces around it, and a really good defense. I mean, think about this, Buck. Think about this. If Aaron Rodgers, which I, think it's, it's, I don't think it's a certainty, but it's pretty close that he's going to end up with the Jets. Just think about the migration of the, the quarterbacks out of the NFC and into the AFC. Mm-hmm. I mean, last week year it was Russell Wilson. Um, you know, this year here goes Aaron Rodgers into the AFC. I mean, who's the best quarterback in the NFC right now if Aaron Rodgers is gone? I mean, Jalen Hurts is the easy answer, but, you know, he was great last year, but that was his first year being great. Uh, Dak, I mean, who? who well, you almost said it. No, don't say that. I'm not saying Dak Prescott. Don't say that. Don't don't say that. If, uh, well, that's, if Jalen Hurts has another year like he did, if they get to a Super well, Bowl. Well, sure, I'm just saying, though, on March the 14th, 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The, the, the balance of power has so shifted from at the quarterback position, which is the most important position in the sport. It would be so Jalen Hurts and Daniel Jones. Well, Derek Carr. Matt Der- Staff. I don't know. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, it, Kirk Cousins. Oh, no, stop. Yeah, yeah, well, it's true, though. You're right. I mean, and then, My guy. And then if, 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 if A-Rod lands with the Jets, the AFC is Mahomes and oh, Josh Allen and Joe Burrow and Aaron Rodgers and Lamar Jackson. Well, Lamar Jackson could. This is why I'm thinking if you're somebody in the NFC, like Atlanta or, gosh, insert team here, why wouldn't you make a push for Lamar Jackson if you can afford it? I mean, the, 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 the conference is wide open. I mean, Tom Brady's retired. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is leaving the conference. Um, everything else is 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 in flux. The you know the the, the balance of quarterback power all lives in the AFC. Um, we know we know we went into last year with the AFC West with Mahomes, Herbert, um, and Jim Russell Wilson all being you know top end quarterbacks. Russell Wilson didn't play well, but now Vegas is going Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, Jacksonville has the emerging Trevor Lawrence at yep. quarterback. Uh, Tennessee, Houston, and Indianapolis are all looking for their next guy, so that division is wide open. You know, Joe Burrow. They, they, I guess Kenny Pickett. Contract is Kenny ready. Pickett, the guy in Pittsburgh. No, I guess well, he's going to be the guy. Cleveland but... has now hitched their wagon to a very expensive Deshaun Watson, and they're trusting he's going to. I mean, what if Deshaun Watson gets back to being a top five quarterback Look at out. some point? Man, and then just this bringing Aaron Rodgers to the Jets would have a an a- a- AFC East that would feature Josh Allen, Tua, Mac Jones, and Aaron Rodgers. I mean, it's uh, it's crazy. You know, so, what, you know what I saw over the weekend. I don't know if you guys saw this track and field. I saw Tariq Hill. Yeah, sixty meter dash. Oh my god, was that guy a track star? Yes, he came out of the blocks like. Oh, he's the quickest. I, mean, I don't know. Dude, you talking about getting shot out of a cannon? It's a cheetah. I'm looking at him and I'm going, well, he hasn't. They said well, he hadn't been on the track, you know, on track in a, in a long, long time. He came out of those blocks in the 60 meters like nobody's business. I think it's easy to say he's the fastest player in the NFL. I mean, I think, you know. Oh, he, he won that. Is that some kind of well, veteran? Did, did Marquise there, Goodwin beat him in a, in a. But if you're talking about 100 yard, 100 meter dash, that's a track thing. But 40 yards? This was 60 yards. This was on the 60 meter. Well, dude, I mean, you've seen him play it, football. I don't think we've. I don't think I've ever seen a faster player uh, on a football field. I mean, he is just a different. Uh, he That's why he terrifies defenses. You don't. You don't have anybody that can run with him. I mean, it's it's not close. And then then you add the, that wasn't even close. And these were track well, track guys the, he was running against. And that's the spray, straightaway speed. But I mean, the quickness is another. I mean, the guy's so lightning quick. Uh, he he can make those cuts and not slow down. That's why he's such a devastating player. Uh, yeah, only reason you know he had his domestic issues at Oklahoma State, or he would have been a higher draft pick. We know that. Uh, but yeah, he is. As dynamic a, a weapon, and that's why when they wow. when, when Miami acquired him and put him with Jalen Waddle, who's kind of the closest thing to him, <laughs> it's like, well, now they got two of these dudes. How do you deal with it? And when Tua was healthy, no one could stop their offense, and that's why they're hoping that Tua can stay healthy. But um, you know that I mean the bigger picture thing of the NFL is, is so much quarterback play in the AFC 
NFC is completely wide open, which would be an argument for the Cowboys. I mean, gosh, this is your – I mean, you, you're investing in Dak Prescott at a, at a as what Jerry would call a very competitive level. Uh, you know, you're going to need him to step up. I mean, obviously Jalen Hurts is the answer to the guy that can become the next star of that conference. But uh, everything's migrated to the AFC. Everything in the NFC appears to be in flux and open, uh, which would put the Cowboys in the right. That's the conference you want to be in. All right, Jerry. Well, Bijan Robinson can change your fortunes with that quarterback. Well, he really can. He can change your fortunes. I mean, I, I want Pop- him to, but is that the biggest need? I feel like that's there could be another position that could be filled in the first round. He's going to catch forty-five passes, fifty passes. 40, 40 passes. That's rookie. How's that? As a backup running back? Yeah, 40 passes. Just, just remember, 40. I mean, that's the other part. 17 games, guys. It's not like it, this. We're talking about 17 games in the NFL season. I understand that. But to Ty's point, he's the you franchise tag Tony Pollard. So Tony Pollard's going to be the feature back in your offense. Uh, so if you're drafting Bijan, he's, I mean, that would, that, that, I would agree with you if they hadn't franchise tag Tony Pollard uh, because. He's you don't you don't pay him you know eleven million dollars as a franchise player and then not use him and utilize him. Uh, I think the Cowboys believe that Tony Pollard can do all the things you're talking about Bijan doing. I think Bijan's a cut above big picture, but that's that was the Cowboys' decision to keep Pollard. And now we have to figure out what they're doing with. Uh, they're sending him packing. Uh, who? That's their Zeke. Well, they, he, he's they a goner, say, but. You know, I, again, I think I agree with Ty that um, it's not the need position. It would be the absolute need position if you hadn't, um, you know, franchise tagged your running back, but you did. So now he's. I, I mean, I guess you could move on from the franchise tag. That is doable, but right now it feels like they're hitching their wagon in, which means running back probably. I mean, they may take. I don't a run, see them doing anything in wide receivers, and they and, may take a running back later in the draft. I mean, I absolutely could see that. We've talked about it, Roshan Johnson or. You know, Jameer Gibbs, he's not going to be there when they want to no. take a running back. But there are running backs in this draft uh, later that you yeah, can get. Are. And remember, Tony Pollard was a fourth-round draft pick. So I could see that. But for their first pick, I, I think I keep going tight end. I think going weapon, but I don't think it's going to be a running back. But uh, uh, that's to April. But, yeah, that to the point of that is it's that guy. all the great quarterbacks in this league are playing in the AFC right now if Aaron Rodgers moves. And obviously there's still debate if Aaron Rodgers is – you know, still a great quarterback, but to your belief that Lamar Jackson's going to end up back in Baltimore when it's all said and done, yes. somebody will maybe offer him an offer sheet, and the ma- the Ravens will just match it, and he'll be back as their quarterback. Well, again, that puts all the great quarterbacks in the AFC, all of them, because Jalen Hurts is on his way to being a great quarterback. But if Aaron Rodgers gets to the Jets, there's not a quarterback in the NFC that you can say is legitimately a great quarterback. Yeah. Matt, Matt Stafford would be the top of the rung outside of Jalen Hurts, and we're not sure about his injury health. Right? Yeah. As you say, it's the – as you said, the for for the Browns, if they if Deshaun Watson returns to his, his form, oh. I mean, the Ravens will then be behind – I mean, they'll be battling with uh, little hands picket. Well, think about it. Outside of the AFC South, if Deshaun Watson gets back to close to what he was, well, you'll have three divisions in the AFC with three elite quarterbacks, potentially, right? Now, Russell Wilson has to get back to being good. That's why they hired Sean Payton. Uh, but in the AFC West, you've got Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, and, and Russell Wilson. Now Jimmy Garoppolo joins that. In the North, you've got Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson, and Deshaun Watson. Yeah, and the Ravens aren't that kind of organization that sit back for five years and not be relevant. No. 
No, I think I'm, I'm agreeing with you that I wish I think somebody should take a run at Lamar Jackson, but I think in the end he's going to end up back in Baltimore mm-hmm. unless they just get a deal that knocks their socks off, which again, they have three elite level MVP caliber quarterbacks in the same conference and division. And then in the AFC North, you would have Josh Allen, you know, Aaron Rodgers, and Tua. And again, Tua's only issue is his. I mean, I think, he, I think he proved this year that if he stays healthy, no, when they, when he plays, really they're really they're really good when he and plays. And that offense and that coach suit him very well. So again, when you, when you talk about guys who who literally could be MVPs of the league, right? MVPs of the entire league. Well, gosh, three of the divisions have at least two in the in the in the division or in the conference mm-hmm. in the division, and then over the AFC or the NFC, I should say. I mean, how many guys could you make a case for? Hurts. Hurts. You could stop. Uh, I guess Matt Stafford, if he's healthy, but they don't. They seem to be in rebuild mode with the Rams. I mean, is it Trey Lance? <laughs> is it uh, uh, Geno Smith? Kirk Cousins? Dak Prescott? Justin Fields? Every other team needs too many other things. Jared along Goff. With their yeah. I mean, this is what we're talking about. It's it is the balance of power has shifted dramatically. Yeah, it's hard to believe that the Rams are in like rebuild mode. Yeah. If Aaron Rodgers but ends up with the Jets, guess what? They already is. got. They got a Super Bowl a couple of years ago, so they can be. They can be whatever you want. If you win a Super Bowl, you can be in rebuild mode for seven years. They don't have any fans besides Craig Way, anyways. Is that it? Is Craig the Way? Rams? Is Craig Way their only fan <laughs> that, that I've true. ever met? <laughs> <laughs> well, it would tell you that the AFC is brutal to get out of, and it's Patrick Mahomes' conference until proven otherwise. But there are a lot of contenders. Well, eventually, the Bills have to win. The Bills have to win well, one, don't you're they? Right. But it's a tough slog. You'd rather be in the NFC right now. I can tell you that if you're the Cowboys or the Eagles. or It's an easier road, without a doubt. We'll be back. We will hit some hot or not topics, including, uh, oh, my gosh, you see what's approaching the state of Florida. We have Florida man stories all the time. We have a Florida state story coming up. Also, some other hot and not topics. It's b on a Tuesday. What's hot? And what's not? What's Hot, What's Not is brought to you by Texas Orthopedics, the largest independent orthopedic practice in Central Texas. Visit us at txortho.com to learn more and to schedule an appointment. Interesting. You mentioned Bijan Robinson, and, uh, you know, what is not hot right now is the market for running backs in the National Football League. Uh, Austin Eckler wants a trade and apparently is available if you want him from the L.A. Chargers. Uh, Derek Henry is available via trade. Nick Chubb. Who's looking for a new deal with the Browns? He apparently could be acquired if you want him. Dalvin Cook in Minnesota. What? Yeah. And then uh, free agents include Miles Sanders and Kareem Hunt and Rashad Penny, and they're not getting much of a sniff right now. NFL teams are not wanting to pay running backs. Uh, they're just, and that's why Bijan, they'll draft a running back because those salaries are slotted. But Austin Eckler is not happy with the negotiations with the Chargers. He's been a highly productive player for them. Uh, Derrick Henry, of course, has been the workhorse of the Titans for years. Nick Chubb's a I tremendous... mean, get him while you can get him cheap. Well, but that's not that's the problem. If you tr- trade for Eckler or Henry or Nick Chubb, well, not they, those dudes. They those want dudes. a new contract. Oh no, those that they cost too much. Yeah, didn't Eckler lead the NFL in touchdowns in the did. last two years? Yeah. He did. He's a machine. I mean, he's a fantasy football star if you play fantasy football because he catches so many passes. But yeah, that's just. I mean, the value of the position is so down uh, on that second contract, which is you know. Why Bijan likely gets drafted pretty high because it's slotted. He's just a running back, and then he'll want money when it's at four or five years later, and they probably won't want to give it to him. The other thing is, no one is none of these wide receivers have taken gotten any sniffs. The wide receiver market, even though it was really red hot last year, 
when the Cowboys traded Amari Cooper and Devontae Adams got traded and Tyreek Hill got traded and on and on and on, uh, A.J. Brown, this this offseason, there's not a lot of uh, of interest in the wide receiver class, except for Alan Lazard, oh. who Aaron Rodgers is going to ensure gets to the New York Jets if he's going to the Jets. Also on the not-hot side, you see this, that uh, uh, the state of Florida always has interesting things happening. Turns out that on satellite there is a giant glob of seaweed twice the width of the United States. Consider that. Twice the width of the United States of America that is making its way towards Florida. A giant, it's called uh, sargassum seaweed. Twice as big as the United States. It's not good for marine life. <laughs> yeah. Those coral reefs. Invisible. No, it's not. And I don't know if they know what to do with it. Well, we got to start the chopping because that seaweed's good for you. Well, it says here the seaweed itself isn't harmful, but the sea creatures living in it can cause skin rashes and blisters. Well, let's get out the get out those little creatures and shake it off, put it on the table, and chop it up, and let's put it in our salads. Let's go. I don't think you're hearing me. It's twice the size of the of the entire country. So two United States coast to coast. What are they going to do? Just let it seaweed? sit there? I don't know. <laughs> I don't have a good idea. Where's Godzilla when you need Godzilla? I don't know what Come you do now. with that thing. Jeez Louise, Ty, that is not hot, man, on spring break here. Nice meal for Godzilla. What do you have for us, T.Y.? Jason Kelsey, as uh, you probably heard by now, is back with the Eagles for another year after uh, another Super Bowl appearance last year. And um, he celebrated the signing of his contract with General Manager Howie Roseman with a two shots of mezcal tequila ah i saw so, that so video. i had to ask you e are is mezcal tequila does that fall into the same the same category as regular tequila that you can't drink because of your your yeah. college experience probably now i could my buddy travis tindall by the way travis tindall hey city store a nice house and then the taste of maine uh, had a birthday yesterday happy birthday to travis there you go had a nice uh, celebration with him but he um he once gave us a bottle of the Herradura two-year bottled tequila that was really good. And uh, we could you just put it on ice, and it was good. But I don't know about the mezcal. Probably so. Probably could do it at my older age. Casamigas mezcal. Is... Casamigas really good. Herradura's got some really good tequilas. and that's... Guys are wasting ice. Yeah, you put one of those big old, you know, big, almost like a... What's the what's the whiskey drink everybody loves, Ty? With the big, big old block of ice cube in there? An old-fashioned? Old-fashioned, yeah. You can do that with some good tequila, too. Just put that big block of ice... Uh, but yeah, Jason Peter is coming back to play center for the Eagles. Eagles are losing a lot of dudes on defense, so I know that. If you're the Cowboys and you're looking at it, you're going, okay, yeah, you can go and you can go and you yeah, can go. Secondary. Because the Cowboys aren't doing much right now. We'll get to all the very latest and uh, Longhorns. Rodney Terry and the Horns making history for the program. I'll tell you about it coming up.